listening to Draw on Top, a show about indie comics and making comics, with your host, Tyler Carpenter. I'll throw this out there. Um, this might spark something. Um, is one thing, though, that I don't like with politics inside comics is when they drive it too hard. So, for example, like Batman White Knight, if any of you guys have read that, that had a lot of political... Uh, I saw that. I thought this true. I haven't um, read it. So, oh, dang it. It's so oh, good. It's but amazing. I have it. There's politics yeah. in there, but it's like you have to like you read it and if you can either read it and you're like, that was really entertaining. But if you really read it, you can see, oh, wow, he's trying to tell a political story as well. And you can get something out of it. What I don't like, though, is if I read a comic book and then the character is just like, uh, um, I would hit you, but uh, you're a woman, and because, of, and then they give you all like the, the, um, the typical like I, I'm I'm not gonna hit you because you're a woman and you've been oppressed, and they literally say like the most unhuman dialogue just to get out their political message. That for me is when I'm just like. Where but I that's go. just clunky. Don't you think that's just clunky dialogue? Like, and, yeah, yeah, and I think, and I think writing. that's on the, yeah, I think that's on the writer. That's not on the yeah. comic book. That's just on the 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 writer who did not convey their message. They're just like, let me just sh- shove it because no one talks. No one talks like that. I wouldn't be like if someone's like, "How's your day going?" Well, as a half Asian, half American male who has to live <laughs> through the society, child. I mean, no one talks. No one would talk. I'd be like, my day's fine. So, so did fine. that type of stuff happen in White Knight? Or no, no, that stuff. That stuff was so. Dumb. White Knight was, was was a good example of how to do it. Very super good. Extremely um, good. A bad so good. A bad example. Uh, I mean, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to. Uh, I think the Authority, which was a, a a great comic at the time, kind of veered between the two extremes because when it when it was on point like the politics of it were just part of the story and it made you think, you know, like, like what would, what would this very proactive, you know, group of superheroes, how would that make you feel if that was going on? But when, you know, towards the end of it, you know, when it started to kind of get towards the end of a run, I think it did start to get a little, a little heavy handed. And I think that's what you're talking about is, and there's always a danger if you're trying to do something with a message about getting a little too, um, what they call Pollyanna ish about it. Like no, no one wants to feel sermoned, but, uh, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, as a writer, Sometimes you don't know that. I have sympathies for the writers who end up doing stuff like that because sometimes you don't know that you've done it until you're pretty far along in the process. You know, because yeah. you just feel you just feel passionate about a particular issue and you're trying to trying to talk about it. I think if I think if it's just I don't know, like for me for me when I make when I make comics and when I when I read comics, especially with like comics that like you've had history, like for example, let's take Hawkeye, the male Hawkeye. Um, you know, he, he has this huge history of being a criminal and then a superhero. He's jacked. You, he has tons of experiences. And then, you know, and I love the female Hawkeye. She's freaking awesome. But then, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll get her series. And th- when the writer will then make her more masculine than the male Haw- Hawkeye just to, 
for like a political political thing. You're like, how come how come male Hawkeye is freaking out over like a knife being thrown near him? He should like this should be nothing. <laughs> this should be like an everyday thing for him. That's like for me. Uh, that's for me. I mean, I still read the read those comics. I love them. But there's times where I'm, I feel like they d de- They'll do something with the character to change it to fit maybe a political view. I don't. I don't know. Does anyone have like any experiences? I, I, yeah. I was. I was reading. I remember. I picked up. Uh, I remember when I first heard of Batwoman, and I thought, "Wow, a woman Batwoman. That's gonna be awesome." Like I, I read. I read that you know she was gonna be a lesbian and that she was gonna have a relationship with. Uh, uh, God, I was forgot. Renee Montoya. Renee Montoya. Right. So, so I was like, wow, this is going to be a freaking awesome comic and I can't wait to read it. And as I read it, I, I, I don't know what issue I was reading, but it seemed to me that it was more focusing on the relationship that she had. And I was like, okay, I get it. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading Batwoman. I'm not reading, uh, the, the relationship story of these two characters. So I thought, why is she Batwoman? I got kind of lost a little bit midway and I was like, well, I was expecting, you know, Batman. They focus, they focused on her being lesbian than yeah, her lesbian being a superhero. Right. Right. So I was like, well, I, I wanted to read about Batwoman and I got yeah. a different story, which I, maybe if I continued reading it, you know, it would, I, I would get see it through, but I guess I just, uh, I, I, just have a, I have a rebuttal to both of you, but I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to give, I want to give Shane a second to talk because he looks. <laughs> oh, well, I was saying the, the thing is, you don't want to make your character just a gay character. You want to make her a, a character that just happens to be gay. Right, right. As if that's the whole thing is like if your character, if you're, if you're using her gender uh, identity as a crutch to to promote a bad story, it's not going to work. You know, right, you have to have right. A good story and character to begin with. So See, I mean, and that's you know, I think what was what I was getting with that woman. Sorry, go ahead. I oh, know I'm just saying that was it was just bad writing. You didn't enjoy the writing, uh, I would guess. On it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably what it was. <laughs> All but right, I like so the be- character though. <laughs> yeah. So before we give uh, Drew his rebuttal, before we give Drew his rebuttal, um, one thing I will also say, just a, really, just a tangent, but it's about the Batwoman thing. Just about like the the whole political spectrum right now is when they announced that Ruby Rose was gonna was that her name Ruby Rose? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. When they announced. Um, you know, I'm also, I'm like finally saying that I'm like, I'm like, I lean more conservative in my viewpoints. And when they announced that Ruby Rose was going to be Batwoman and she was a lesbian, I was so angry at all like the conservative news outlets who were like, oh my gosh, SJWs win again by making a, a superhero lesbian. I'm like, read a comic book. She was always lesbian. She was always going to be this way. This is the perfect casting. You don't know anything. And it just goes to show like how people, I think just want to be outraged to be outraged. They're just like, what? Like on both sides, like conservatives, you know, all lesbian, they just search lesbian things today. Oh my gosh. And then, you know, on the left side, they'll do the same. So, and they also nitpicked about how, uh, Ruby Rose isn't Jewish and and uh, Batwoman is Jewish and they had a perfect uh, actress that's both Jewish and could play the role and they didn't give it to her. I'm like, come on, give it up. But then the left, like, and then the she left just got the role. And then the left said that she wasn't like lesbian enough. So yeah. it just goes to show no one can be happy. But all right, Drew, I'd love to. I see your face. Yeah. I, I want to hear this rebuttal. 
Okay, well, I this is a lot to unpack here. So, like, here I, I don't know if I can, I can, I don't know if I can bullet point everything, but I will, I will try. First of all, you talked about like this is way backtracking again with the hand motions, way backtracking. Um, this is what happens when I can see myself. By the way, <laughs> um, way backtracking to the Hawkeye thing. You talk about why, why does the the female Hawkeye? That's Kate Bishop, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just, Who I love. Like, who I love. I'm looking to the camera. I, 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 <laughs> um, I don't read Hawkeye comics. I, my, my, my experience with Hawkeye is, is completely through appearances in Avengers. So I, I, I don't claim to be an expert on either of these characters. Um, but when you say, um, making the character, the, the female appear more masculine than than Clinton Barton. My my response to that is, while your 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 criticism about his experience level versus hers that might be valid, um, what is masculine and what is feminine? That would be that would be my my response. And I say this is 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 like a a, a self proclaimed um you know redneck from Texas, you know, but uh what you know masculine and feminine are are largely um a spectrum that's true and, you know maybe and, that, was, know, that was the wrong that was the wrong term probably like in terms of experience why does she have all the the knowledge of, of what to do in an attack when and he's all like oh my gosh i don't know what to do that and maybe and, I, and that sound, seems valid to me having not read those comics like i yeah. and i have that i have and i have almost no experience with the kate bishop version of hawkeye like like you know i have i i don't read um as much avengers comics as i as i should but i'm mostly a fantastic four guy when it comes to comes to marvel so i'm, I'm a bit of an odd duck um <laughs> but uh, okay so so batwoman the relationship thing and again haven't read these comics. Um, um, I haven't read any of the Batman line and going on uh, a decade. So, like, I, I don't really know what's going on with the Batman characters. I will probably watch the show when it comes out because I am a big fan of the CW DC shows. I actually just got done watching Black Lightning, which which kicks ass. Um, and I, I, you know, I'll no doubt watch Batwoman when it comes out. And I like I like the Flash. I like all of those shows. Um, so I'm I'm excited about it, but I don't have much of an experience with a comic. But I will say, why are they showing so much of the relationship? Um, my response to that would be probably because gay relationships in comics are still such a rarity that they are wanting to get the people who were drawn to the comic because of that. They're probably wanting to to give them that because you know how many how many heterosexual relationships do we have? You know, like Lois and Clark can't read Richards and Sue Storm, Cyclops and Jean Grey, or Cyclops and Emma Frost, depending on which decade you're in. You know, <laughs> like like the majority, you know, of, of relationship draw every every person Peter Parker has ever been hooking up with, you know, the majority of relationship drama in, in comics is is heterosexual. So this take a little carve out a little time and show that. They probably felt like it was necessary to, to, because, again, it goes back to that thing I'm saying. Like people who feel underrepresented, they deserve to feel represented, and you know, like to see, you know, their their love story, you know, 
reflected in the fiction that they like. And, you know, I maybe it was handed very, very clunkily. I, I, I don't know. I didn't read it. I know you were there for like, you know, bang, biff, pal, Batman kind of, kind of action. So I'm not, I'm not criticizing you saying, okay, not for me, because, you know, everybody has the right to opt out of a story that they're not enjoying. Um, but as far as why that's was there and why that was done in that particular way, as someone that has is running a line of comics and you know has been you know writing a line of comics now for for over a decade, that would be you know that would be my my guess on on behalf of uh, the uh, the creative team and the editorial team and you know maybe it was just the like the mark like the market like the marketing you know you know you 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 you're in that you you're going in thinking you're gonna go like read a super like a super super superhero book when you don't get that i mean i'm gonna bring it back to hawkeye the matt fraction run but their their five five volume series is is was marketed as hawkeye when he's not an avenger so most of the time he's just in a t-shirt in his apartment like eating pizza and so when I picked up that book, it, I wasn't expecting explosions and action. It was just, you know, what is he doing? Dave life. So yeah, maybe that's what they need to do is carve out what a lesbian superhero relationship is. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Paolo? Well, cause uh, going on with what uh, Drew said, and that's fine. My, my reaction to it was, okay, this is definitely, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not for it's you. Not what I thought it's not for me. Right. And that's why I said, okay, well, it's not, it, I guess and that's your right, me. and that's and your I right. put it down, right? right and which is great for for other people that that wanted that, you know, like you were saying that they were it was written because of that, like they they wanted to see that more in like I guess mainstream uh, comics, and that's totally cool. It just when I read it, I, I figured out that oh okay, well this is not uh, not for me, and so I had to put it down. But that it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna if I hear about another good. Uh, Batwoman story, you know, it's like more of my style. Doesn't mean I'm not going to go back to Batwoman, you know, to read that story because it's like, oh, well, this this story might be for me, you know. My, you experience, that, that, my experience with the Batwoman character is completely from the DC Bombshells book, which so that's basically an alternate reality thing. So I, I'm going to have to tr like take you on your word that that that, that you were reading. You wanted to be reading like a, a superhero book, and it felt more like a romance comic. And I, I get that, but like I, I'm just trying to come at you as to, you know, why maybe that those decisions were made but, and why that's that's okay. And that's fine, I, and that that's totally cool. I just the uh, the character herself was really cool. I like how they fleshed her character out, like her backstory and everything. It was really cool like i was like really into that character this is gonna be awesome but i guess you know thinking of batman he's like a detective or a crime fighter or like the the weight of uh gotham on his shoulders kind of thing and like that whole aspect of the batman sort of i thought would be emulated in batwoman as well in different aspects of course you know not exactly the same but it was i guess it focused more on the relationship aspect so but this I mean, didn't, it didn't make you stop reading comics though no it didn't 
yeah, which I think, I think is a big thing is people are like i'm gonna stop reading comics it's like no just go find a book that that you relate to there's a million books that come out every month every week you'll find something i don't know right. shane what do you what do you what do you what is your take on all of this the just the uh soap opera aspect of it you know the real life the you know relationships that people have have always been around also uh but yeah i mean drew's right they they really need to uh have a a, a an outlet in a in a say and i think not just in like mainstream comics but there's a lot of indie comics like well, on the web i've noticed that have been doing it a lot a whole lot and it's like even better there because you can say exactly what you want and uh, well, you know everybody not might agree with it but you know you don't have a publisher or a, a some money hold you back to say you know i can't tell the story exactly the way i want it to i can't show you know uh, uh a gay male uh couple and 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 doing whatever they want you know you know that's the thing i don't feel like indie comics i will say i express frustration when i see mainstream comics giving getting so much credit for adding diversity and adding you know uh, political storylines and you know like a big a big thing with me like that i i sometimes felt frustrated with is when you know we we you know with the lucy character it seems like we 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 were you know we we get a degree of credit but we also constantly get bulldozed over by by faith you know as is and it really shouldn't have to be that way it shouldn't be like oh they're they're both plus size there, there's room for both of it and really the only thing the two characters have in common is they're both plus size but the thing is is like indie comics have almost always been diverse they've almost always have had a lot of different worldviews expressed in them and i don't really feel like they get a lot of credit versus versus mainstream comics because i feel like you know exactly what you're talking about people are like oh i don't want to read this anymore you know i hear people tell me all the time at cons like oh i just got out of reading you know comics and what they're really talking about is like marvel image maybe dc or dark horse that you know bigger companies they got out of doing that and like they weren't publishing things like that and they never think to support indie comics and the reality is guys like us you know or or spike troutman or you know like name any other indie creator we need your support that much more because marvel and dc they have big corporate money behind them you know and and you know they're not going to go anywhere you know your 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 favorite marvel character at best if its book isn't selling well enough if his he or she's book isn't selling enough it might it might be retired for a while you know it's it, but you know that character as long as they see it as a viable intellectual property they're going to re-explore it eventually because like for example like guardians of the galaxy when i was a kid no one gave a crap about guardians of the galaxy nobody gave a crap about rocket raccoon and now they're movie stars you know it's like it just goes to show you like like characters go you know popularity they come and go in waves you know whereas like an indie comic you know this the crowdfunding thing is an excellent example like i do a little victory dance when someone donates a hundred bucks and i do a same little victory dance when someone donates four dollars because every fan counts and if you like comics that are diverse and you like creative teams that are diverse and characters that are diverse 
I suggest you check out indie comics because they're always, they've always been that way, you know, like pretty much their entire history. And I don't like, now I'm getting really amped up, but like, <laughs> it's because I don't feel like they get enough credit. You know, I really don't like, I feel like, you know, like I hate, if I hate to sound like, 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 Oh, Marvel, Marvel, you know, has this creative team in place or this character in place. Let's, let's throw a ticker like let's throw a parade for them and i mean i get why that's positive because you know marvel and dc have a reach that indie comics can't compete with i just wish people would would you know if they like more of that of that kind of thing that they would they would check out like like maybe check out halloween man we have you know we have a plus size character we have queer characters we you know we we have creative teams with all kinds of background. Like if you like supporting that kind of thing, maybe check out indie comics. All right. Now I'm on my soapbox. So I will, <laughs> no, I will, I will step back. No, it's true with, you know, indie comics. Um, this might be a horrible analogy, but it's like the soldiers that were in the boat and on D day, you know, we, we think of like the people who fought, but we don't think like, what about the, the people once the doors were down and they were immediately gunned down? Like they still helped. And I feel like that's like the indie comics where they don't get the credit they deserve because they didn't make it on the beach. They didn't make it in front of the news. Ouch. They didn't make it in front of I know, but yeah. but they well, no. but they they were part of it. The, the the whole thing I think is that uh, um indie comics they don't they're not um motivated by the money and all these big names, they have to know that they can make money off of them, and that's their goal. So when they make comics, they make it specifically to make money. So if they don't see any money being made of that comic, they're not going to make it or they're not going to back it. But indie comics, I think that's why I love indie comics so much. I mean, my favorite publisher is is Oni Press uh, because they put out a lot of indie type books, and it's because they 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 go through those risks. You know, indie indie publishers go through the risk of publishing. Um, uh things that might not make money but you know there's a certainly people that go for that sort of stuff and that's what uh the big names uh are already like uh, they're figuring out that these indie comics like they're these little niche things they're they make money uh to the indie comics so then when they enter the field and they make their their uh characters or they have a character that's uh uh, homosexual or, or, or something like that, or like a heavy set character like Faith, then they're trying to cash in on that money market. So it, it, in instance, it's like sort of digging into the indie comics. Uh, <laughs> comics will go, you know, they'll, they'll be more widespread, you know, and we can gain more uh, viewers. If they like the Marvel sort of indie uh, risks, then they'll be more willing to look what else is there? What else is out there that Marvel isn't willing to put out that I want to check out, you know, and maybe that we'll, we'll get some of that crowd back. That's yeah, what I think. think. About, what do you think about Shane indie comics? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, Paulo's right. There is sometimes it's a bit of a, a, a flash and fan for like big characters, like, you know, Marvel and DC to do that kind of thing because they're not really, putting out any new characters. They're kind of just altering their characters to, to fit what they think is popular for the bit. And it's going to go back anyway, you know. It's, it's probably going to go back. Whereas indie characters, indie comics and the characters they make, 
they're made by the rebel type of people that they're talking about the transgender people and the queer people just the misfits and weirdos you know also that are out there uh and yeah they're all they're the people that are actually making this themselves it's not mm -hmm. like somebody's trying to uh make a buck off of them because of uh because they're gay or trans or whatever they are uh, it's it's them telling their own stories and i think that's why it's more important than well, I, uh, and although there is some like uh, you know there's definitely the it's getting out larger whenever it's in marvel or dc that's you know important also no yeah it's, I, it's totally true it's totally true like indies like indies you know it's all about passion it's not about money and we're just trying to tell good stories uh sorry i, I think i interrupted you drew well, I, I just wanted before we move off of this topic, and I I, I just wanted to state, um, so you know we keep going back to like the I you know like like gay people and trans people. So I have a trans character in my comic called Bella, who I had a twin that was killed in a car accident, who was trans, and that's the reason why that character exists. It's a tribute to the twin that I lost, and very recently, at a a con. I, I had a you know a, a young trans woman come up and buy some some of the comics with Bella in it, and they came back the very next day at the con, and you know they just talked to me about how much this character means to them, and you know to the point these guys are making, you know that you know we're not doing this to make a buck, we're doing this because we believe in this and we're passionate. That is why I did made that character you know, right then and there is that, you know, that the, there is this person out there that might not necessarily have that many characters they can connect with. And they immediately feel this personal attachment because they're seeing, you know, someone try and handle their story with a, a degree of sensitivity and they're seeing, you know, a little bit of their own life reflected. And, you know, I think that is important. And unless you're an ice man, you know, not, not Iceman from X-Men, but, you know, an Iceman, you know, like someone who, who's, whose heart is all stony. Like, I don't understand why you can't get why that's not important. Like, like I, like, like no one is trying to take your childhood away from you. Like if, 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 if you love, you know, Bruce Wayne as Batman or, or, you know, you love Steve Rogers as Captain America, no one can take your memories of those characters away from you and and the version you grew up your childhood is set in stone it's safe you know but you know if people want to introduce these new characters and characters that reflect more of the world that actually is out there instead of just like the you know an all white heterosexual homogenous uh worldview you know like i i think that that's really important and again like i i i i don't mean to dismiss the feelings of anybody who's who you know anybody else but i just don't understand how you i do have a hard time wrapping my head around like why can you not see that that is important because literally this one fan that is why i did it like i hopefully other people will connect with that character but like if i was hit by a bus tomorrow i will be happy that i made that comic because of that one reaction you know, that, that I knew that this meant that much to that one person. And, you know, when we create a comic, that's what we do it for. You know, we don't do it for money. We do it because we must. Boom. That's a, 
I think that's a good that's a good way to end this episode right there. We make comics um, because we must. Um, everyone, <laughs> I want to thank uh, Drew, Paolo, and Shane for being on the show. Um, we kept it very civil. Go us. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to show that you can have um, differing uh, views and you can have rebuttals and you can uh, go back and forth. And as long as you have these good civil conversations, that's how we as a human race are gonna move forward um so everyone go down to the link uh the description in the link and uh go check out their indiegogo um check out the page support support it if you can they got a crap ton of rewards check out them on a metric crap time uh-huh a metric <laughs> crap time yeah <laughs> check them out on comiXology as well and um always uh support indie comics if you don't like indie, if you don't like what dc is putting out if you don't like what marvel or image or dark horse or oni or any of the crap ton of comic book publishers if you don't like what they're putting out i promise you you can find an indie comic or a web comic and support them and you know what you could do as well if you like their comic Find their social media, send them a message, tell them what you liked about um, the story, tell them that it meant a lot to you, and I'm sure that will just literally make their that will make their day. And like Drew said, they'll they can get hit by a bus and they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be fine with it because they sent that message. So everyone, uh, check out the link below and thanks for watching and uh, hit the subscribe button if you want more episodes. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Drawn Talk. Hit the subscribe button, like, and comment. And once again, thanks for supporting me. You guys rock.